It's time to turn the page. Welcome to another episode of Point C. As always, I'm Christopher Cape. Thanks for joining me. And I hope that all of you are feeling connected out there and ready to get this going. Without further ado, welcome to the episode. episode of Point C. Um, let's just pretend if you didn't see that first part, let's pretend that uh, this is the first nude recording of the podcast. Um, so I had planned on going out into the county and then I ran out of time. And um, so I went to the Civic Museum, and it was absolutely bananas there. And it, since it was night, I didn't really feel like going anywhere else. And I thought, so I'm just going to burn some sage here. Mm. Calm down a little bit here. Um, maybe I'll keep it up here. Hope you see a bit of that sage burn. Um, and I thought in keeping with the tradition of this podcast being at some of the spots that are really big painting spots for me, I would say that the studio, right? This is, I'm at the studio right now. I'm not going to give you a tour. It's pretty messy. I actually had to stop working to get this done. Um, and it's a bit hot in here, so I, you know, I took my shirt off. Whatever. Um, you can just listen to the audio if it's too distracting to have me with my shirt off. So, oh, this painting looks so good in the background. Yeah, I haven't really shown a lot of people this painting. Um, first, really big painting that I've done. Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. I, I just like it so much and. There's just like so much work having to like move it around and things, so it looks nice in the studio, so we'll leave it for now. If you come to the studio tour um, October 15th and 16th this year, um, you'll be able to see it. I think I'm going to open up the upstairs part where last year I didn't have the upstairs set up, so this way, yeah, it'll be the whole immersive experience. I'm going to have a couple people on staff. I'm going to have Hannah and Lucas, two fans, and they are um, collectors in their own right. I think they've got about six pieces on their own um, in their home. Um, so a couple of really powerful pieces too, so I'm glad that that they're going to be here to help. So this podcast is really going to be about um, art, I think. 
I always say that, or I always think that, but we'll see. We'll see. Cans or no cans, I don't know. No cans sound pretty good, but I think I can keep a better handle on what's happening if I have um, headphones on. So we'll keep that in mind. Now, essentially, for me, I'm going to explain my process and how it sort of felt like I started to improve and whatnot. So if this is like, feels like I'm like singling you out or I'm like talking about, um, talking about, I'm saying you a lot, what I'm really referring to is myself. So don't take it too much to heart. Maybe just listen with an open mind and and see if it really resonates with you or not. Now, I think um, so much of painting or starting to paint and really making a move like I wanted to be a painter and I wanted people to, when they thought of me, they thought of a great painter. So much of my effort was pouring into technical ability and the ability to make great paintings. Essentially, I talk about this a lot. Um, What a person is doing when they're making, when they're doing studies, they're drawing, they're painting, they're widening their visual vocabulary. So they're adding descriptive words and nouns and verbs so that when they go to make a statement, they have a lot, a giant well to pull from, so they can have a ton of information, very succinct, detailed information if they want. They're not limited by what they can say, visually, essentially. And the more I studied, the greater my vocabulary became, and I continually used it until I honed it down and figured out what I did want to say. And all this is well and good the issue i feel like is that really it's taken me a long time to realize what what really was the technical skill i was training and that will make the difference between my success or not and by success i can we can think of it anyways any way we want successful money wise Uh, adulation um, whether you like it whether it's beautiful painting whatever that is we can we can use those markers but you get a strong feeling I get a strong feeling on whether something is successful or not and it's not always under the same banner right sometimes it's money sometimes it's like we were talking about compliments or Um, technical ability, whatever it may be. I think that what's really been, wow, this room seems really dead. Doing podcasts out in the open is so much nicer. There's really nothing but the sound of my voice right now. Not that my voice is bad, but it's nice to have the wind and the, the birds and whatnot. So what I'm getting to is the, I actually wrote it down, 
hopefully I have it here. No, that's not it. So essentially, when things go poorly, where do you go? It's not so much what you can do, but it's, it's not so much what I can do. It's what I can do when things are falling apart. What do I do? Do I curl up in a little ball and start to shake and whimper? Do I get angry? Do I laugh it off and pretend it's not important to me? Do I think of different ways to do, to succeed? Do I go back to the drawing board, so to speak? What do I do when, when it's not working out? And really, really, it's so much about, about that. Oh my gosh, I, we, I can hear everybody in this studio right now. Okay, I might have to go outside. This is too much. Plus, it's getting so hot. I don't know if you can see the sweat on my head right now. Hmm, profile looks all right. Um, that's really what what this is about right now. Is when the chips are down. When you when I am not doing my best. When I am sad. When I'm depressed because. The painting isn't working out. What do I do? And that is the skill that really pulls pulls on myself as a painter. That's what's going to give me my voice. Sure, having a different vocabulary is fine, but when I'm trying to exp when I'm having problems saying what I want to say visually, do I just give up and I try something else, or do I push through? And I don't want to make it a dichotomy dichotomy type thing where it's one or the other there's probably a million different ways to go that you can just essentially find sometimes it must be oh my gosh it, I almost I can't even like talk because my voice is so alone in this room how do people do it oh my goodness oh my goodness okay I'm gonna stop this one and head head outside um give me a second it's probably gonna be instantaneous for you but we'll we'll see you soon okay okay so back again i'm just gonna slide the ipad a bit further away um i'm in the middle of the river there's like a little outcrop by the river run center a little dock i've definitely painted from the stock before and it's pretty quiet out tonight so I felt confident being out here on the river plus it's it's beautiful um where was I oh yeah so I think like one of the main things that always gets me is like what the what I do when I'm when things aren't working out and I was one of those people. I mean, when I was a kid, I went through a brief period of every time I, I would break a skateboard every week, maybe. 
I would get just so frustrated and I would just snap it just out of anger or I'd whip it. And I think what eventually stopped me was this notion where I was doing it as a performance thing. I was looking to see if people noticed or if they were just like, if they would react to it and how their reactions would dictate it. And then I think that once that happened, I, I really stopped doing it. And it was really expensive to do as well. But that transferred over into painting when I had started to paint outdoors on plein air. There was a brief period where I would kick my easel over, or I would break a canvas in half, or I'd whip a brush, or I'd scream, or throw paint. A couple of times that I've thrown paint at a canvas and out of anger or fury, it actually really worked out. Um, and that was kind of an epiphany of, it, of itself. And maybe that's kind of where I'm leaning to with this whole podcast and having and talking about in essence what happens when things aren't going my way and that it's not like when there's a prescribed reaction that I should have and I think for the longest time I felt that way where if I was on the right path or the true path my reaction would be measured Right, if things weren't going that way, I'd be measured, I'd be thoughtful, um, introspective. I would really sit back and and take take stock of the situation and see how I could improve it. Whereas now it feels like my natural reaction is the reaction that needs to happen. And that in those moments where I got angry and I threw the paintbrush or I threw the paint at the canvas, I would say like almost 100% of the time the painting turned out amazing. And it was this idea of, okay, well, I mean, look online, ChristopherCape.com. I think I've put the painting up there. Maybe I haven't. I'll put it up if I haven't this week. But Message in the Clouds is a perfect example. Um... I was with my um, partner at the time, and she was a painter, and it was our first time, it was kind of like a first date, almost. We had definitely drawn before together and painted before, but this was the first time it was like a date, and it, it didn't work out, and I got mad, and it blew into the grass, and... I had reckless abandon on the canvas after that in the painting. I mean, I just have started to show it in real life and the response has been phenomenal, but it was such a beautiful painting that I kept it very, very close to me. And obviously because of the aforementioned uh, romantic uh, partnership that was ascribed to it, to that moment. Um, Maybe also, I think, having that relationship uh, end gave me a little bit uh, more strength to bring it out into the open and to offer it up for commerce. But that is a, a very good example on how what happens when things aren't going my way. And I think outside of this 
I have this very, very, um, common, I don't know if it's common, but a very, my react, there's a reaction that often happens where when something's not going my way or I feel like the results I'm getting are negative, whether that's in a relationship or in a painting or whatever, I definitely get introspective, look at the, the data and, and what had happened, and then I will try to adjust and see what I did wrong to, so next time I will, I'll get a better result. And I'm not sure if that's wrapped up in this idea of people-pleasing, which is wrapped up to my life growing up as a kid, or, or what, but that's a very common theme when things don't end up how I wish they would, or in the manner that I wish they would. Whereas now it seems like I'm just open to how I'm feeling, because some days, let's be honest, I... I'm just going to change this angle of the camera. Sorry, everybody, watch your ears if this is loud or not. Hopefully this makes it a little bit better. There we go. Yeah, that's a bit better. Um, so... Yeah, the, the reaction just happens and I'm present with it and I'm accepting of it. And I think in, it's, I think that information that I get from how I react is so incredibly valuable, probably more valuable than like looking into my, um, what I had done or the effort or the steps I had taken to get me to this frustrating point, I think the reaction in itself has more information that's valuable to progressing in the painting. And that there is no rhyme or reason how I will react. Each, each time something goes wrong, it just um, really happens it just really changes to I think it changes to I think this idea of
podcast on the move. Here we go. Podcast on the move. Let's see if we can do it here. Walking podcast. Oh, there's something fucking so brutal about, like, couples that come up on me when I'm, like, by myself. And I'm doing this, and it's just, like... You can, and they just get quiet and really like, oh, it's just so brutal. I just wanted to like yell at them and tell them to get get the fuck off the dock. It's like as soon as I leave, they're probably already gone too. Oh, I hope I'm never like that with people. I think I'm gonna go back to this place. It's like I'm all for romance, but come on, people, I'm trying to get shit done today. What's worse is it looks like they're like, um, newlyweds or something. Oh, they're not even on the fucking dock again. So there's a lot of cursing in this one here. I think I'm just frustrated that I've been having to move. This might be the end of Guelph and me, I think. This might be the last straw. I just don't know. It's been really frustrating. Feels like it's... I'm feeling a bit claustrophobic here. Oh, well, this is a cool angle. Maybe we'll, we'll keep it like this a little bit. Switch it up. Well, that Domino's pizza car was tricked out. Okay, so... I, I kind of forget what I was talking about, but hopefully... I'm just going to do a little mic check, and I'll come right back. Okay. Okay. Um... This is this is kind of a nice spot too. I think um So I can't really remember what I was talking about. I, I know there was something to do with like the reaction when I'm down, the chips are down. And I really it's strange because for somebody who's really tried to control his temper or his his outbursts when when doing a creative pursuit, that, talking about me, um, whether that's skateboarding or art or music or whatever, it's so much wrapped up in this idea of how I feel about myself. And my inner child. And I haven't really brought, talked about my inner child or how, how, how I feel about myself. I haven't brought that up in a while on the podcast. But it's very, very important. I think that is really what, what this podcast is about. This idea of like, what do you do when the chips are down and things aren't working out? is exactly how you feel about yourself in the moment. It's such a good litmus test to how I feel about myself. And that... Um, me being upset and swearing and cursing is so much like chastising myself as a child. Or myself being chastised. And I think that that's not a very I don't like I don't like talking to myself like that to be honest I don't like getting when I get mad when I make a mistake it, I don't feel good about myself I feel like it does hold me back 
and I think whether or not it actually um, whether or not it actually helps me move forward by like the explosive paint throwing and like letting go I don't know if it's worth holy man this mic is picking up so much today I can hear the joy and the love in their voices and it's making me bitter <laughs> can you tell I just got out of a relationship <coughs> or I should say not a relationship but a two week dating cycle I guess um so I you know I do affirmations every morning I think it, that was something that's really helped me to to feel better and to love myself more and that the real improvement of painting I mean it feels like when I get angry and get mad at myself for not painting enough or not or for making mistakes when I'm painting or anything like that it feels like that is it feels like that's the way that I've always learned things where I'd make a mistake and I'd just get so I get so fucking mad at myself that I couldn't I couldn't even deal with it and that that fury that anger lit a fire of like obsession and hard work and grind into me and that's what pushed me forward and that works I mean let's be honest that works getting pissed and putting your nose to the grindstone works I don't know if the longevity's there or if the joy in it's there and it feels like the the spirit in which I'm producing things is a um negative thing why is there fucking everybody around me right now Jesus Christ I feel like I'm going to fight somebody tonight. Like, there is no reason for you guys to be here right now. They're just looking for the fucking drugs they hid in the bushes, I think. Yeah, I need to leave Guelph. This is too much, man. I don't know what is going on this year. It seems effing crazy. Um... I think that um, I think that um, oh man to be honest with you it's I'm going to be honest with you guys I don't really feel like it's super safe around here if you're walking down by the river, you should probably have a partner in crime or at least dial 9 and 1 on your dial 9 and 1 on your phone and then um, maybe like another one if shit gets hairy. Like, I don't know what is going on. Man. Maybe it's just tonight. Who knows? 
Anyways. I kind of wish I was filming all that. Because it, essentially it feels like... <laughs> I mean, I feel bad now for that romantic couple because they... They just got stormed. Their castles got stormed there for a little bit. Romantic date over. Um. I wish I would wear thicker pants. I'm sitting on pavement here with my with my yoga pants. Couples nights coming towards me now. Um, so I think that oh, this is definitely fucking a first date. Um, yeah, I definitely sound better. <laughs> I definitely sound better. Well, if you see me in the wild, just just know them. I'm uh, sour grapes right now. So if you're looking for us, you might get a smile. So. I, I really think that. For me. The real progress has been in. Those affirmations and really. Really owning the idea of. Being good to myself. And it's funny, I already mentioned, I never mentioned relationships, and I've mentioned two relationships in this podcast already. Um, and I like that it hasn't been emotional. I, I think that so much of my affirmations really allow me, has, have changed my definition of what love is. And that I, I feel like love for me was a very... Um, concise and like rigid concept and there wasn't a lot of leeway and it was certain things that I would do and feel and outside of that it wasn't there and I think that's because I really was quite mean to my to myself and I didn't love myself and then I find the more that I'm loving myself and accepting myself and and you know if there's part, say my inner child starts speaking up and I'm feeling pain or sadness and I allow that to happen instead of stifling it or getting mad at it, um, it feels like that automatically um, allows me to do that with other people in a way that's very caring and loving. And that, embarrassingly enough, in the last, in this last two-week fling, that I felt what I imagine unconditional love could be like. Um, which is a crazy concept that I'm in my 40s and that's kind of what I'm starting to realize it might feel like. I mean, it's exciting, the prospect of learning and opening up and and getting getting that that feeling and giving it to others as well. But it's crazy that I've been consistently working on trying to feel better over... I guess we are all really learning and trying to get better, whether it's con conscious or unconscious. But 
It feels like it's been a while. And I think that when I make a mistake in painting, the degree in which I love myself is the degree in it is the way in which I react. A negative reaction is like, and maybe this is a good way to put it, it'll start to make sense more to you. If you're making, if you're painting and you make a mistake and you get pissed or you get upset about it, essentially what you're doing is you're an adult watching you as a kid paint and draw and you do, and the kid does something that's not up to a level you think it is and then you start freaking out on that kid so I urge you in whatever pursuit you take whether it's axe throwing or painting or drawing or um, folding the laundry whatever it is the next time you get mad at yourself using that little um, idea that image of you chastising yourself as a child. You being a parent chastising yourself as a child for making a mistake, for not folding laundry correctly, for for being late for work, or doing a poor drawing. All of these things are are superfluous when it comes to the real life. And I find it very interesting that I've, I hold on to it for so long in it. And it makes my, it makes life not fun. It makes, um, I'm not living a life, right, that, that I wish to have. And that's, that's kind of really what it is, is this idea of success comes and goes, whether that's monetary or not, or technical ability or beautiful paintings. What's what's really jump-started me in, into making great paintings and actually really owning and becoming a, what it feels like as a full artist, right? Outside of painting every day. Is giving myself the space and the love to, to make mistakes. To just be, be there in the moment putting myself in the way, right? Or putting myself in the moment and allowing myself to do stuff and experience stuff. Because because that's the that's the essence of learning and that's the essence of being an artist. I'm there heart mind heart mind and body just fully immersed. And there's no there's no restrictions, there's no fear of appraisal. I'm just there. And so when things go bad, where do I find myself? Do I find myself in fear? Worried that I'm gonna get in trouble? That I'm not doing enough? That I'm not smart enough? That I'm, I'm falling behind? Or is it the opposite? And I think, 
the podcast I did a couple episodes ago talking about how I couldn't now that I'm in a place where I'm actually like it feels it feels really good as far as the external parts like as an artist right I don't feel trapped or anything like that financially or you know I have a studio six studio I'm making paintings you all are being so wonderful and sweet and beautiful in your responses to these paintings and it really is what helps me helps me continue because it's like without that kind of support from from y'all it it's I'm in a vacuum right and so to hear hear the responses regardless of how the responses come whether it's monetary where it's verbal um, whatever it is I think that all of these things if you you know what I mean like when people share my painting or they they message me it it actually it's just reaffirming that what I'm doing is making sense to people and that really is is the motivation right I am pretty excited. I'm going to go to the beach tomorrow and paint. I still got a little bit of prep work to do, but should be pretty easy. So maybe I'll start to wrap this up. And I hope that it makes sense. I hope that what while you're listening to this, whether you're you're driving or doing whatever, that you actually, you know, that you did feel stressed out and you start you were getting down on yourself right you found yourself in a place where you were chastising your inner child and i i urge you right i i I only urge you because i see the benefits and i feel the benefits every day of what what i've been doing of this idea of like giving myself space and loving myself and and allowing myself to make mistakes because like I was saying in the pod I'm about to mention is that when I look back from the spot that I'm in now I realize there's no possible way that I could have designed or done anything to put myself here I just was I was just moving through life and that the design was the universe's design the path was not my design all and I think well if that was the case up until this point well that that must be the case for the future and that all I can do is live a fulfilled and happy life maybe happy is the wrong word an open and present life because I'm not a, I'm, I used to be really about pushing away and fighting off the anger or sadness or depression, but when I look back and I think of all those things that happened that got me to here, those were very much a part of those things. Me getting angry and smashing the canvas 20 times needed to happen in order for me to get to the point where I realized that 
I mean, I think the last time I, like, it was actually pretty dope. I felt like the Karate Kid. I punched my, my panel right in half. Um, it was at the Arboretum in Guelph. And I had, like, this out-of-body experience where I was watching me as a kid paint and um, me as an adult came up and punched the canvas out of the way and started yelling at this kid and being like, what the fuck are you doing? Look at this panel. Look at this canvas. Like, why would you paint like this? And... I just thought like, whoa, like, I would never, like, I would never talk to a kid, to anybody like that. That is, that is so fucking mean, like, that's brutal. So why the heck would I do it to myself? And I mean, this applies to so many things in my life, whether it's negative self-talk or whatever. It's just such a, a great respite from getting down on myself looking at it as a child you know oh man I'm getting sleepy late night podcast got me got me shook um well I hope this is a good episode I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on the Instagram link too but I'm not gonna release every Wednesday I'm just gonna I'm gonna release them maybe one or two every every week and just like random, I'll post them on Instagram so you don't have to keep checking in and stuff. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to do it as it comes and just sort of work with the spirit and not be so cemented into when it has to be done and force it. And, and I think maybe that's what the podcast I'm going to do a podcast on the beach tomorrow too if I if I have the energy but that's really what um what it's about is it's like not forcing it right so much of being angry is about forcing an outcome and that I feel like I've been painting enough and had enough successes on the canvas that I'm not even excuse me I'm not even worried about um, where it goes because to be honest with you it's like I think I've just been batting a thousand I've been hitting home runs every day too many sports analogies already geez they've been all they've just been really good so I think I really needed to hear that it's funny it's something that I definitely am really hard on myself and I'm thankful for that because it got me to this point but I think to move to move forward I have to let that kind of go and it's good to sort of keep talking about it because it's such a great reminder for me and I think I think that's a good a good place to leave it like always, thank you so much for listening and liking the work and 
buying the work I'm sharing all of this it really it really means a lot and every morning I wake up and I cannot believe how blessed I am to be able to live this life and I you know and I'm doing it really honestly the support really makes me it it fills me up and it it makes me it makes me want to do more it makes me want to share the experience more so hopefully you can get a taste of it and hopefully it inspires you on your journey as well but like always um, I hope that you can be really gentle with yourself tomorrow and you can love yourself I mean Go get, go get that milkshake and french fries. You know, whatever it takes. Go get that massage. Go smoke that joint. Maybe have, maybe stop at the LCBO and get a couple, couple of vodka lemon iced teas or something. I don't know what you like to drink. Go for that walk. Watch that movie. You know what? Just like, just be good to yourself, you know? And then uh, we'll find out if you were next episode. Yeah, have a great night, everybody. Talk soon.